Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Spartacus. And that's Rob. And this week, we're going Star Wars Special Madness. We'll be talking about Star Wars, as well as the number 47. We're going to cover the news. I'm sorry, you're distracting me. What are you doing? Playing with my lightsaber. Where'd you get that from? It's on my phone. You see, you've ruined the uh, the whole mystique there. Oh. You should have said you stole it from a Jedi warrior. Okay, try again. What are you doing? I'm playing with a lightsaber that I stole from a Jedi warrior. Oh. I'm going home. Can we just do the news? Never Say Never Again is proved right. Star Wars is coming back. This is the news that Disney have bought the Star Wars franchise from George Lucas and they're going to make episodes 7, 8 and 9 of Star Wars and then a new Star Wars movie every two years after that. Featuring all the Mickey Mouse characters. Obviously. So we're going to have Mickey Skywalker. Right. Uh, We're going to have Darth Duck. Pluto Fett. Pluto Fett will be there. Uh, we're going to also have Chip 3PO and Dale 2D2. Yep. Um, so, as you can imagine, it's going to be a good mixture of uh, animated fun mm. and frivolity. Yep. Thrown in a bit of Jedi mind tricks and Medichlorians. And it's all going to be a merchandising marathon mega bonanza. Cool. They're going to make loads and loads of money. So, you know the intro music that we tried to... Sing. What beginning. do you mean we tried to sing? Do you mean the intro music which we perfectly rendered? That's the one. Yeah. They're not going to have that anymore. No, it's not going to be that anymore now. It's going to be the Disney logo big, with a little castle. With a castle, yeah. It'd mm. be a bit weird, won't it? Technology news on the Dead Air podcast. There's a company called Dish that make an auto hop device. What on earth is an auto-hop? It, it sounds skip- like something a rabbit would use. It skips adverts. Ah, okay. It's so basically record your TV programmes. How does it know when the advert is on? I don't know. But I'm going to get to that bit. Well, surely, the, the original way, we look for the two flashing little lines on the top. Oh, I found out what that's for. That's the 30-second countdown before the adverts come up. Yeah, but the reason they use it is to tell the people at the local network. But not everything has those little bars on them in the top corner anymore. So how would they do it? Anyway, I don't know. But this this company called Dish are making this thing called AutoHop and they're being sued by all the major TV networks, which I find really weird. How can you sue a network? I, what? That doesn't even make any sense. You can't sue a company for making a product. Well, is suing the right word? They're trying to stop them from making it. Put an injunction? That's the one. So this company are trying to stop adverts being shown and the TV networks are trying to stop the company from making a machine to stop adverts being shown. Yes. Do you think anyone actually watches adverts when they've no, recorded? You just fast forward. People just fast forward. In our house, it's a bit of a game to see if you can stop it in time. Do you play that game? 
No. You press tap, tap, tap to get it up to 30 times. Yeah, but there's loads of bugs with Sky Plus. You press tap, 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 it goes to the end of the... Um... No, only if you hold it down. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Am, am I holding ho- it too long? You're holding down. If you press tap, 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 it puts it up to 30 times. Yeah. And then the challenge then is to try and press play right at the exact moment when it's program starting again. We fast forward past a lot of stuff, just not just the adverts. You know when they've got, got like quiz shows and whatever? We fast forward past all the bits where they chat to people. Well, that's because you're watching poor quality programs, you see. You want to be watching Star Wars and things, and then you won't have to fast forward. Special mention this week of the number 47. This right. is episode 47 of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, 47 is my favourite number. Right. And I will just say that if you're a Star Trek fan, happy 47 watching. Okay. we got Samsung outselling the iPhone. Well, I don't know about this Samsung versus iPhone thing. Everyone's debating which one's better. Yeah. But... Isn't it just down to personal preference? Well, what phone have you got? Well, I've got an iPhone. Me too. (laughs) But that doesn't mean iPhones are better. It just means that we prefer them. It's like if I said to you that Ford were better than Vauxhall, how could I, you know, justify that statement? Surely it's just down to which you prefer, isn't it? Yeah. So it's the same. And all these people arguing on the internet about one's better than another, one's got more pixels, one's got more I think it's just in the news because Samsung are suing Apple and Apple are suing Samsung. Yeah. But HTC was suing Apple and Apple was suing HTC, but now they've agreed to do what Microsoft and Apple did years ago, and that is for 10 years now we're not going to sue each other. Oh, wow. So they've done a a nice handshake and they've just agreed to So now they're going to have 10 years of ripping off each other's ideas. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. I think that's the way to do it, I think. Mm. Well, who knows? These big companies, though, they they have so much money going on that we can't even really understand how, you know... It makes a phone call. Yeah. At the end of the day, all you want is that when someone rings you, your phone rings. And occasionally it might send a text. Yeah, exactly. Or browse the web. Yeah. Or email, take pictures, go on Facebook, do videos, YouTube... Uh, but the most important thing is that you can make phone calls. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Skype. Uh, <laughs> games. Yeah. Apps. Yeah. Yeah. But as I say, phone calls are the number one priority. Definitely. Yeah. And lightsaber effects. Oh, yeah. That's good. And a torch. Yeah. And a way to read books. Mm. Can you do anything else with, with, with my phone? Yeah. I can keep my ear warm. You can. I, I had a problem with mine the other day that it, for some reason the camera turned on when it was in my pocket. I must have turned it on by accident when I was putting it in my pocket. And when I took it out of the pocket like an hour later, the phone was really, really hot. Bit boring story, but I just thought I'd share it with you. You're listening to Nick and Rob. I'm not Morgan Freeman, but this is Dead Air Podcast. So you're in uh, McDonald's, KFC, Burger King. Yeah. And the burgers look a bit manky. Yeah, it depends. You know, look like they've been there on the on the rack for... Don't they have a rule that if they're there for more than eight minutes or something, they have to chuck them away? Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think so. My brother used to work in uh, McDonald's. Yeah. And apparently if it was... I don't know if it was eight minutes or six minutes. Well, I always ask for plain food. And they always yeah. have to cook it fresh. It always takes longer to make a plain piece of food. Yeah, because the other ones are already done, aren't they? Yeah. 
Well, that's the point. If you want fresh food, just ask for something that's not norm, the norm. So, like, burger without gherkins or burger without mayo. Okay. Chicken burger without mayo, that sort of thing. Okay. Or plain, always works. Paul Daniels likes plain food. What if you liked it with all the stuff? Could you ask them to make it plain and then when you get it say, actually, you know what, can you put all the stuff on anyway? You could try that, but they might just take it off you and grab you one off the shelf. Oh, yeah, that's a risk, isn't it? It's better to say, can I have one without mayonnaise? And then when it comes, you say, oh, have you got any mayonnaise sachets? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good tip. Yep. Nick Brickens. Credit card fraud will never be eradicated. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. I don't think they'll ever get rid of credit card fraud. Do you know why? Why? No matter what methods they come up with, mm. which we're going to talk about this new one in a second, mm. doesn't matter what they come up with, they'll always have the fallbacks, signing and things like that. Even now, with sophisticated as credit cards are, if the machine isn't working or it gets declined, the machine still says, let them sign the piece of paper. Yeah. So you're always going to have to have that redundancy. Only if it's a low value. It won't do that if it's you know thousands of pounds. Yeah, but if you're committing fraud, you're not going to be crazy and buy a car. Yeah, but if you're committing you're just fraud, going to buy you're several not going to run televisions. the risk of being caught for a tenner either, are you? No, but you're going to spend a few hundred quid as many times as possible in a day. Well, I like this new idea. It's basically MasterCard have put one of the uh, security... Um, calculators inside the actual card so you've got a screen on your credit card with a keyboard and you punch in your pin number and it gives you a eight digit number i would assume like the calculators you got now to go online banking and you can uh, when you're online you're buying your stuff it comes instead of visa verification or mastercard verification at the end where you put your two three digits or whatever in or your your memorable password it asks you for the the, uh, the code that you generate from the card Oh. It's not out yet until obviously a few it's months. a new idea, but it basically we'll put a picture of it as this week's picture. Yeah, it looks good. It's very very cool. And what's what's pretty amazing is that they've managed to fit what is essentially a kind of like a calculator yeah. in a way in the card, and the card is no thicker. It's no. the same thickness as a normal credit card, and it's got a battery. Do you know how long the battery lasts? Oh, it would last for ages. Three years, yeah. they reckon. Which, that is pretty amazing, mm. considering that the card is no thicker than a normal credit card. It's very good. And you think, well, why haven't they been doing all this kind of stuff before? They could have fit loads of things in a credit card. I want a credit card that's a multifunctional tool. Right. So one side of it should be sharp, so you can use it to open packaging. Right. One side of it should have a spirit level. Yep. And then... You could have a calculator, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there should be a bit that pulls out. It's got a tape measure. Yes. And then you just need one card for everything. Okay. And then they could put your driving license on the back of it. Mm. And that's it. You just have that one card. I don't think it'll happen. What will? These these cards. What I do think you mean? Well, it is happening. Well, I know that, but, you know. They're coming we, out in January. Will we actually see one? Ah. I'm going to get one, me. Do you know them cards years ago where you used to get your photo put on them, your credit card with your photograph on them? I've never seen a British one. I know. It's like, what happened to them? I've only seen those from other countries. I mean, it's the most logical answer. Put your photo on your credit card. Oh, British people are really funny about their ID and they don't want people knowing their ID and stuff. It's, it, it, the credit card companies are fighting a losing battle. I was saying for years they should introduce a PIN system, same as in the cash machines. And after me saying it for about 10 years, they finally introduced chip and PIN. And look what a pain that was. 
They had to run multi-million pound advertising campaigns explaining to people. And it's like people, you know, even though they've been using a PIN number in the bank for ages, it's like the bank thinks that people aren't going to get it. It's like, yeah, we know it's a PIN number. We've been using one for ages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if they if they said, oh, now we're having a thing where we're going to put your photograph on the back of the credit card, people would say, oh, I don't want that. I don't want my photograph on the back of the credit card. Have you finished having your rant now? Sorry. Could we get on with some other news? You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. So we went to go and see Paul Daniels again. Yeah, this time we went to see him in a kind of a business capacity. Yeah. More than a show capacity. Yeah, so we went to his, his shop. Yeah. Which... I think he's run by his son, that's also called Paul Daniels. Yeah, his son is called Paul as well. That's I think it's his eldest son. A really good idea, that. To call your son your name? If you're famous, yeah. Well, no, no, I don't think it's a famous thing. People have been doing that for years. Have they? Yeah. Well, I suppose they have. People call their sons after themselves, don't they? So it's the Paul Daniels Magic Shop in Wigan we went. Yeah. And then we basically were in a room upstairs... Aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. And we, there, were, there were several of us. It yeah, there were several of us. Rob. And basically, we, we were taught how to do... It was a seminar on all magic. All the magic under the sun. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, no, his son was downstairs in the shop. He gave us the groundings of how to put a magic show together, told us his sort of techniques that he uses, preparation and things. Um, really, really useful. We should have applied them when we were doing the podcast this we week. We should have done and then it would be a much higher quality than it mm. is. But it wasn't really... He didn't really tell us how to do lots and lots of tricks, which I was kind of expecting. It was more like, you need to read this book, you need to read that book, you need to read the other book. He did tell us how to do a few tricks yes, just to get us going. But it wasn't like, here's a trick, here's how you do it. Here's another trick, here's how you do it. It was more of sort of a gentle nudge towards the direction of doing shows and... How to interact with audiences. And lots of good stories, too. Yeah. But I think the the stuff that he was saying, which obviously we're not going to reveal too much on the podcast, it was very, very interesting stuff. Um, The things he was talking about, how when he walks out on stage, the way that he prepares and things, Mm. really useful. And you can use those kind of things just in everyday life. So it was really good. Well recommended. Very much enjoyed it. Um, And he does these, they're called Magic Days. They are so, magic days. Yeah. It's called a magic day. And if you go to his website, which is pauldaniels.co.uk, yep. you can find out all about it there. And he does them every, I don't know, couple of months or something. Uh, pretty exclusive. Just, just just check up on the website. We were, Obviously, we were very special guests. Yes. Uh, you know, he invited us personally. Yes. At least after that, we asked him to. After we said, please, can we come? Yeah. <laughs> and he said... Uh, yeah. We if, took him out for lunch. If you really want. Yeah, we took him to KFC. Yeah, that's the place where he wanted to go. It was great, because we were in KFC, and people were coming up and asking for autographs. He knows my top tip. He asked for a plain burger. Yeah, yeah he does. Fair play to him. And uh, people come and asking for autographs, to yep. have their picture taken. I didn't mind. Obviously, I, I gave people my autograph. And, mm. But even Paul Daniels got asked for his autograph. And he was very, very accommodating. You know, he stopped halfway through his meal. He stopped eating and he got out from the chair and had his picture taken with some kids and things. The guy just, 
I mean, this guy, honestly, he's super nice. Super, super nice. Just can't fault him. But uh, we're not going to go on about Paul Daniels every week because there might be some people who are just like, oh. it's like the Apple versus Samsung thing. Yeah. So I think two weeks is probably enough. Hmm. But next week we will be talking about Paul Daniels. Should we plug his um, his store website soon, weren't there? Yeah, okay. If you go, well, I don't know because I don't want people buying magic books because then they'll know how it's all done. All the tricks like we do. And they could go buy a fancy dress. Yeah, magicandfancydress.com. That's the one. That's it. So have a look at his website and uh, order a cool outfit for next year's Halloween. Or for your panto for Christmas. Did you do a Halloween outfit this year, Rob? No. Oh, no. I didn't either. We had a lot of kids coming around the house, though, for trick-or-treat. Did you? Yeah, loads of them. And they were all dressed up. They A lot of them made a really good effort. The only bad thing was that at the beginning of the night, they all had big coats on because it was a bit cold. rainy and cold. Mm. And you couldn't really it's always rainy see the outfits. But then later on, it, it sort of got a bit, not warmer, but a bit drier. So they sort of had the coats open. We always see. go out Halloween. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, right. But then you miss all Digging the kids. Up graves and things. What? <laughs> I see. One of them, one kid came with, uh, it was like a doctor. It was like a doctor's outfit. Right. With blood, you know, sort of fake blood yep. spattered all over him. How do you know it was fake blood? Maybe well, I, he just killed somebody. I don't know. But it was, because he was only 10 or something. So? It was just cute. It's Halloween. Yeah. Strange things happen at Halloween. Well, anyway, next time you need a costume, you know where to go. Magicandfancydress.com Yeah, and if you want to learn more about how to put a show together of any kind... PaulDaniels.co.uk Exactly. And uh, make sure you mention that Nick and Rob sent you. Yeah. And then, you know... He's on Twitter, too. Yeah. He's an expert at Twitter. You got his phone number. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Have you phoned it yet? (laughs) Let's talk about something else. He asked me not to tell you about his phone calls with me. Right. <laughs> he says that you've been uh, tweeting him a lot. Does he? He said, oh, this Rob, he's constantly tweeting me all the time. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. So tell us about this film you're making. Called 200 Meters. Yeah. Basically, the film starts with this group of girls leaving a pub. Yeah. And they're all having a bit of a laugh, and mm. they all say goodbye to each other. Yeah. Three of them go off in one direction, one goes off on her own. Mm. And then on the way home, she starts being followed by this guy. Right. And it's really dramatic, and there's really... Yeah, this is a bit I've, I've got a problem with. How come I didn't get invited to be in your film? Well, we didn't really need anyone your age or description, to be honest. But what about this stalker guy? I'm an expert at stalking. We've got a young lad... Who's tall? Hang on a minute. You've got a young lad. Yeah. Are you saying that I'm past my prime? Well, no. It's just that it needs to be believable. Um, what? I don't I'm th- not believable. I don't think the audience would believe that you'd been out on a night out with the lads. Oh, that's true. Because you just look a bit more. You're more like a dad type of character. So if we needed someone to play a dad, yeah, then you'd be the man. Right. Well, put me down on the list for the man. Well, the next who's time we make a film, dad. we'll get you involved. You can play a dad character. You just didn't want to pay the fee. No, well, I can't afford you. So when's it finished? Uh, well, we're filming tonight and tomorrow night. And then we'll do the editing, which will take about two weeks. So it Two be... weeks? Yeah. Wow. Well, there's a lot of work to do. You've How long's a... the film? Five minutes. 
Two weeks. Yeah, but you've... How you've, can it take two weeks to edit a five-minute film? Because you've got to get your scenes put together in the right order, make a rough edit, and then you've got to get the composer down to watch it so he can start writing the music. And then you've got to put the music on and do a sort of a more refined edit. It's a lot of work. It's, wow. it's not like, you know, making something on Windows Media Maker on your laptop. It's just proper editing facilities. It's mega, mega job. You know how long it takes to edit a motion picture? Months. You know when they do a film? Yeah. They finish doing the principal photography. Right. And then it's like six months of editing before the film gets released. Two weeks for a five-minute film. Yep. It's not worth the effort. That's what, that's what I keep telling you. You don't, you don't get it. You think that filming is really easy. It's not. It's really difficult. You just point a camera and let you me shoot. Tell you, let me tell you what. We did two hours of filming on Friday night. Yeah. And we got about 25 seconds of footage. I reckon you're making a big blockbuster film and you're just telling me it's taking two weeks to do a five-minute film, but you're actually making <laughs> Star Wars or something. No, no, no. I reckon Mickey Mouse has been on the phone and he's saying, right, we need you. No, I'm sorry, Rob. It's just a single camera setup, very low budget. In fact, it's called a no budget. That's when you make a film for no money. Right. I couldn't have guessed that. But the whole idea is to practice all the techniques, you see. The the thing is that the way that we make this film is it should apply to any film. So even if you're making a massive motion picture with a cast of thousands, loads of special effects, loads of complicated sets and scenery and all that, you still apply the same rules and methods and things as you do on a small film. Right. So that's why it takes two weeks to edit it. Couldn't I have done something like done the clapperboard or anything? Well... It's nice to be involved in things. Next time I'm doing one, you can can do one. You can... <laughs> I've said it on air now. Cool. So I'm in the next one. Time's up. Okay. We've run out of music. We have bye to go. bye. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast number 47. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. What are we talking about next week? I don't know. Probably sh- your filming still. I'm sure it'll be super interesting. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com.